Hey guys, Dizlife Mark here, and I want to tell you all about the official travel partner here at Chip and Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Want to travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Want to find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip Co. or email her directly at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. What are you waiting for? Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome, foolish mortals. Greetings, program. Amigos, amigos down there. It is me up here. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Nice work, pal. Well, we have one of those new talking machines. Now that is something. We know what our goals are. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dis Life Podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of our Disney lives here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. My name is Mark Valentine, and I am the host of Dis Life Podcast. Join us weekly as we discuss the very best of Disney parks, resorts, dining, and beyond. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to access more incredible content from the Chip and Company Podcast Network. As a friendly reminder, you should head over to chipandco.com for the latest and the most uplifting headlines from across Disney parks from around the world. If you want to support the show, buy us a cup of coffee on our new patron portal, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dislike Podcast. This donation helps keep the show going strong here, and we create special content for our supporters, including behind-the-scenes content and much, much more. On today's show, we're discussing Disney done wrong with rookie mistakes that can derail your family's vacation, and we're discussing a list of must-don't activities and actions to avoid during your next vacation to Walt Disney World. But before we get into those mistakes, let's get into another one by welcoming onto the show the true seasoned Disney professional, Orlando Local, and the crown prince in the Magic Kingdom, the one and only Disney fanatic, Greg. Ahoy hoy, Diz Life Mark. I almost take offense to that, but I don't because yet here I am. A mistake I'm to myself. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. completely improv and I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so good, man. Let's just roll with it. Uh, you can see that both of us are really loopy and have been joking around and having a good time. Man, I love talking Disney and we are talking Disney mistakes. Who knows what's going to happen tonight, Mark? Yeah, so it's thank not, you. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, how are you feeling? You have been under the weather a little bit. How how is life? I for you, am. Yeah. So uh, on the mend, 
the the meds that the doctors have given me and the steroids are actually they're kicking in now, man. So like I like I just quipped, uh, I'm feeling better. You can hear it too from last week's recording, where I was just really at low energy levels, feeling really horrible with last week's recap. But I'm I'm back. We're back, man. <laughs> so we are around here. We are we around here. Uh, stand so up straight, Greg. Around here, something radiates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pre-show, ladies and gentlemen. Full disclosure: we were throwing it back to the counting crews and August and everything. Speaking after. of mistakes, it was great. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Speaking about rookie mistakes, Greg. We've all made them before, which is generally the byproduct of either inexperience or just poor planning. So today we have a list of activities or behaviors that guests should definitely avoid so that they have a good time during their next Disney vacation. You, I know, have never made any mistakes, right, Greg? Well, there was that one time in Reno. Yeah, but we can't talk about that. I, I Listen, I had a similar one in Vegas and thank God that whatever happens in Vegas stays in, in Vegas. Mark, I, I think for the first two years, mistakes was my middle name. <laughs> I made so many mistakes. And they're just rookie mistakes. And they happen to us all. And one of the things I never had was a podcast that would tell me how to not do these rookie mistakes because I see, I see it daily while at the parks. I see it on forums. I see it on Chip and Co uh, on the community section. And they're just simple mistakes that had you known. And yeah. then it's like, boh, what was that? Oh, I should have had a V8. Well, dude, that it's course? Yeah. so interesting that you bring that up because I want to roll that into actually what I think could be my, the first mistake that I think a lot of people could make. But here we are, like we're in the podcasting game. You know, we've, we've seen socials. We, as a Disney fan, you can be inundated with information, right? So here, here's the number one mistake that I'm just going to really caution people. And, and I'm going to say, and my number one mistake that I think people can make and get into is, is putting regular gas in a diesel truck. Uh, that too. Okay. But more importantly is when it comes to Disney is FOMO. People will do a lot of things out of fear of missing out or FOMO and FOMO is real in the Disney community. It is probably the biggest mistake. And here's why I'm going to advocate that you should avoid it. All right, Greg. And I'm going to tell you something contradictory to the entire episode, but ignore what people are posting on social media. Okay. FOMO is real. And sometimes you get so caught up in doing Disney like the influencers. And I'm just going to say this. Most of them don't steer you right, Greg. Greg, can you can speak on this too, man. And if you want to piggyback off this, feel free. You're more than welcome to. But an influencer that has all the time in the world approaches his thing, approaches things very differently and from a different perspective, or they're going to try to just make content, meaning they're going to do the expensive add-ons. They're going to dress up the vacation. The Disney life that they are leading is not the ordinary one. No, and I can speak on this from living down here and, and be, listen, I'm part of that issue. Like I am not an influencer, but I have to be there for the first thing. I have to be at the, the, the captain's table during Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. I have to be there because that is uh, nothing for job. nothing. And to drop the curtain a little bit, that's my job. That's how we make money. And I don't want people to think that my number one quote unquote mistake is me bashing 
these content creators or these influencers. I am not. Listen, they're doing their job. But here's the mistake that I think we make as vacationers. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Don't worry about what the influencers are doing. Just worry about moving at your own pace, enjoying things you enjoy. Do you have to do a specific tour to enjoy the vacation? No. Do you need to build a lightsaber or a droid to enjoy Galaxy's Edge? Certainly not. Don't get so caught up with the perfect Disney images that make you feel like you must do these things or your trip is just going to be less than. Because look, look, it's not. Disney is unique. While you can certainly use the things that the creators are giving you as guides, don't feel like you need to emulate them or keep up with them to have the perf- perfect Disney day. Because no, and we're 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 doing it spread out. We're doing it over a full year. So what you see uh, in some of these videos, we've done, and it took us two or three weeks to do that. So yeah, we're not bashing anybody at all because the influencers and what they're putting out is ideas. And listen, at the end of the day. Mark, what do we do? We're selling a dream. We're selling Disney because we believe in it. And that is what our day job is. And we're trying to give people, bring people into our love that we have of Disney parks. And so, yeah, it may take two or three weeks to record going to a restaurant or to get the new popcorn bucket. So I'm with you 100%. But the biggest mistake I will say overarching is stop trying to be like the influencers and just enjoy yourself. FOMO is real, but don't give in to FOMO. Just enjoy yourself and just have a good time. You don't need to do everything that we say here in the influencer or this creator space in order to have a great Disney vacation. And Unless it's me, because I just give nothing but great advice. But dare I say, I think if you just go your own route, I think you're going to have the perfect vacation. So that would be my number one mistake, dude. That would be the number one for me. Uh, I think you're right on. Listen, Mark, my number one mistake uh, was my first marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) how about your first? How about your first Disney mistake on the list? Ah, my first Disney mistake. I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm all over the place tonight. Listen, uh, FOMO, a real thing. I have it while I live here. But my first mistake that I would say try to avoid, Mark, is over planning. Uh, Mark, listen, I have Magic Kingdom reserved for the day. Uh, I'm going to go breakfast at Ohana at 7, but I want to do rope drop at 8 a.m. I'm going to early hours, so I'm going to do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at 8.05. Then I have Space Mountain for 8.32, followed by Jungle Cruise at 8.55. We then have to have snacks at 9 o'clock while running over to Fantasyland for Peter Pan's flight at 9.02. Then we can get on Splash Mountain at 9.30, and then we have an early lunch at Springs, and we'll just bust over there from the park. How's that work? Can I, can I pee at 8.57? No, we don't have time for that. Okay, I just was checking. I wanted to know if I could get like a little pee break in the two minutes when we're moving between. this is the schedules I've seen people post online. Uh, It's just crazy. First of all, you can't do it all. Secondly, imagine how stressful it is going to be. uh, It's going to be for you to try and make those times perfectly. What do you do? If your timeline breaks down at that point. And it does break down. Yeah. You know this 100%. A bus isn't running on your on schedule. Your ride goes down. If you're over planning, your day will be completely ruined. I want everyone to just breathe a little when planning. Yes, 
plan your park day, plan what park you want to hop to if that's what you're going to do later, plan a place you really want to eat. Uh, when it comes to rides and times, don't seriously, and I'm telling you this from somebody who lives here, don't plan out a time. Have a vague idea, yes, in your head uh, of what everyone in your party wants to do, and then spend some time on the My Disney Experience app and study the map. Study your map, Mark. Learn where all the rides are that you want to do, but don't go crazy trying to get everywhere. You will not make it, and you will drive yourself crazy, and you will ruin your holiday, your vacation, your money that you spent to have a great time. If you over plan like this, it's destined to fail. I I feel like you're missing a golden opportunity here. You're the pirate guy. And I feel like you just missed the golden opportunity to get a little pirates of the Caribbean in here where it's like, well, the code is kind of like guidelines. My plan is kind of just like guidelines. It's not the code. You don't have to follow it to the T. They're more of like guidelines for me to go through the park. Yeah. See, I, I thought of that, Mark. But if I do that voice, the rest of the That's episode it. The rest of the episode will be over. All right. Hey, I'm going to piggyback off my number two mistake because you got the ball rolling. All right. You planted a seed in my head. And so I really want to piggyback off that because I think you're on to something with over planning. But to- was it eating a day old sushi? That also, very bad idea. Do okay. not do that. Skip the gas station sushi. sushi. Always, always skip it. Um, but you talked about if you don't have a lot of wiggle room. And so I'm going to build upon that idea. I think another rookie mistake, huge mistake, big mistake, my number two mistake that I see so many people making, and it really is Bush League, and it's transportation. Transportation can derail your plan. Buses, Skyliner, monorail, it takes time. So you got to plan accordingly and leave with plenty of time. That means 30 minutes of extra travel time at a minimum, dude, at a minimum. At a minimum. I, I, when you are almost finished this, I have a little story to tell about yesterday and times. Yeah. So look, there's nothing more frustrating and stressful for your family than being on a hard deadline and you're like hard pressed for a dining reservation. Everyone is stressed out and on edge because the bus is running late. And look, I'm not going to surprise a lot of people, but other people I will that don't know this and they don't go to Disney a lot. Buses, they take a long time, no matter what you've heard, they're buses. And unlike, you know, what you've heard or read, it's just, it's a crapshoot and it's lucky. Sometimes you walk up and they're right there. Other times you're going to wait 15 to 20 minutes between buses and then you need another 20 minutes of travel time. So if you're not accounting for the fact that buses monorails, skyliners, stop, they break down, you're going to be stressed out. So try and welcome, you know, the idea of building in extra time. And if you're like, well, you know, like that's not really what I envision fun. Look, take a different approach to transportation. Welcome the trip. Enjoy the ride on the skyliner. Stand clear of the doors and take a breather on the monorail. Enjoy the journey on the Disney transportation. Think of it as being so much more than just a way to get there. Enjoy the trip itself. But you've got to build in time to get places. And Greg just gave you a really amazing first rookie mistake, which is over planning or over budgeting your time. This is the number one killer of that. And this is the biggest mistake people make. 
They don't account for travel time at Disney and it derails entire days and it just stresses out the family. So real quick, Mark, and I I will tell you that I messed up yesterday. It takes me 25 minutes to get to the ticket and transportation center over at Magic Kingdom. Uh, We were due at a place by 6 p.m. I got there at 545, forgetting it takes Mm -hmm. at least half an hour from the time you hit TTC to get to the Magic Kingdom. The monorail could break down the boat could be running slow. You could have got there just as the boat was taking off. Like, so I want people to realize that it takes time. Once you park, you're not at the park. You then have to spend 10 to 20 minutes getting to the park. All of this takes time and you are right on on that. That is such a great uh, idea and such a rookie mistake that we all make because we're like, oh, I'll be in the park in five minutes and you're just parking. And getting through the turnstiles, getting through security, these things add time. And if you over budget your time and I, dude, I love the fact that you started with like that person that just thinks that every minute of their vacation is going to be like scheduled and soaked up. That is like the number one killer is when that just- is. And I'm going to piggyback now off of you. I think this is what this whole episode is going to be. So like, like we we're piggybacking and- on piggybacking. Yeah, we did not plan this. We just went, okay, you come up with your ideas. I'll come up with mine. And Somehow they work, Mark. Voila. <laughs> my my second uh, one, or the third on our list, again, alphanumeric things mess me up, um, is when I called my teacher mom. That was a big, big mistake. <laughs> we all did that, and it was like in fourth or fifth grade. And, and you, all your friends were around oh, to mock you man, for and days. all your friends were like, they're like, oh, did you just call her mom? I did. That was really embarrassing. Really embarrassing. We're all, right now, everybody is at, in their car listening to this, just going, oh. Filled oh. with regret in that yeah, moment. Your faces are hot right now, I can tell. Uh, my number, my next one is expenses. I'm going to jump off of uh, what we're doing, over planning, uh, fear of missing out. Uh, expenses. Say, I want people to know you must save up extra money for your trip. Little things add up here in Walt Disney World. Ooh, yes, yes they do. you did pay a ton of money uh, for coming down here. Uh, what was one of my biggest mistakes, Mark, was not having enough money uh, for while I was just down here. We had budgeted for food and for merchandise, but we forgot about snacking and treats and minivans and tipping and all the little things that will break your budget very quickly. So please make sure you have enough money left over to not stress yourself out for buying everyone food from festival booths during Epcot's International Festival of the Arts presented by Corksickle. <laughs> You want to make sure you have a little extra money. Yes, listen, you worked really hard to spend the money to get that nice hotel, to get seven-day park tickets with Park Hopper, and the family's going to love you for this. But now you have to think about the expenses that go along with each one of these things, Mark. Are we getting paid by Corksicle when we read the entire name of the festival? Are, are we I, sponsored by Corksicle as well when we maybe, say that? Maybe that's a big mistake we're making for not getting paid. I, I think that we're on to something right there. <laughs> we're on to something right there, man. So, again, these are all really good. Uh, we've got FOMO. We've got over planning. We've got transportation. We've got making sure that you're following the budget. 
Uh, all of these, again, are rookie mistakes that you could be making at Walt Disney World that we're saying, hey, just don't do this. All right, dude, uh, my number third is more of a, a, a plan. Again, this is a planning thing. And I think one of the rookie mistakes that people make is they skip the shows. Don't skip the shows. That is one of the biggest mistakes that you could make is to just bypass all of the shows. And look, rides are great. Don't get me wrong. But the shows are the perfect way to take a break from the Florida weather. Relax for a bit, especially if you've got little kids. Shows are the perfect amount of downtime to sit, to get off of your feet. Oh, and did I mention they're great, Greg? Frozen sing-along. They're fabulous. Yeah, Frozen sing-along, Enchanted Tiki Room, Country Bear Jamboree, Carousel of Progress, Finding Nemo the Musical. Just Which we both think is Broadway-esque. On par with Broadway stuff. But this just a taste of the different offerings from across the parks that's going to entertain your family. My personal favorite is the Enchanted Tiki Room for obvious reasons. Uh, it's great music. It's Walt Disney nostalgia. And then right after, man, you can get a Dole Whip. But so many people. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean for obvious reasons? Unless we see the background of your room, nobody knows. This is radio. Could you describe? Well, for the diehard fans, they know that this is the Tiki Room studio. Uh, I have the Enchanted Tiki Room sign. I have the drummer. I have Jose is here. Like this is, uh, it, it is a little homage to the Enchanted Tiki Room. This studio, home studio that I've developed is a homage to the Tiki Room. And uh, I love the Enchanted Tiki oh, Room. Yes. It is one of my you favorites. Use the word homage. It's a big word, Bane time. Hey, ah. big word, Bane. It's been a while since we've seen you. So it's don't been skip a the of time. You know what is a mistake that we make sometimes, Greg? Uh, what's that, Mark? Breaking out Big Bird Bane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me there. Oh, man. Um, All right, dude. Your number three mistake. We're doing really well here. We are, Mark. We are re really doing. Um, listen, my other major rookie mistake was uh, throwing out the food instead of the trash. Have you ever done that? That is such a huge mistake where I will literally go to throw something out. I'm like, and I have the food in one hand and the trash in the other, and I've thrown out my food instead of the trash. Um, I now have a handful of trash. You know what I do frequently, and I have to uh, bring them back, is I throw away the silverware, Greg. All I, the time. I throw away silverware all the time, and I have to go pluck it. I have to pluck the garbage for it. Yeah. So going off your number three, I'm going to go off of your number three, which I just said. I'm now being pedantic, pedantic, pedantic. Thanks. For Thinking me. any park is just a half day park, Mark. Hey, listen, I'm starting to be a poet. I didn't even know it. <laughs> I am so sorry, man. Let's let's stay on target. Any park is not just a half day park, unless it's Disney's Animal Kingdom, Greg. Disney's Animal Kingdom and Disney's Hollywood Studios have both been called half-day parks by a lot of people, Mark, including me and just you there. Just now. But I call it that because I go all the time. If you're coming down here and you spent your hard-earned money, guess what? You can get your money's worth out of all four parks. There are subtle things to see and do at each park that will take time to do. They are only half-day parks if you make them half-day parks. That is true. Slow down. Enjoy the buffet, so to speak. 
The theming of each park is amazing. Uh, this works with your number two of slowing down and seeing shows. Yep. Uh, the shows mostly are at Animal Kingdom, Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, uh, over at Hollywood Studios, Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, Fantasmic. Uh, these are all make these two parks more than just a half-day park. I joke about it being a half-day park because I can go over there and be in and out of there in an hour and a half and have ridden two rides and I'm good for the day. So no, you've spent your money. Please do not listen to everybody out there who is saying these are half-day parks. If this is your first time coming down here, don't stress it. You're going to have an amazing time no matter what park you go to. And if you are a person that does not stay around in Animal Kingdom, well then... Listen, you know this. Leverage the park hopper option. Go until 2 o'clock to Animal Kingdom, and then you can always hop over to something else like Greg and I do. Exactly like we do. Exactly like we do. All right, number four. This Was is- that the time I put my hand on the hot pan even after Holly told me not to? That was like the time that I, uh, I put some bacon on a George Foreman grill on my bedroom floor because I wanted to wake up to the smell of bacon. <laughs> And then I mistakenly stepped off of my bed, but onto the George Foreman grill. Huge mistake, man. Wait. All right. After the show, I need more of backstory on why you put the George Foreman grill on the ground and That's wanted an, to wake it's up an office. Bacon. It's an office reference. <laughs> that was a Steve Carell office reference. <sighs> you got me again. I, I don't know these entertainment things. But uh, Greg, you could speak to this. You see this all the time in Facebook, specifically over in Disney Addicts. But people want to know weather. Hey, I'm going in November. What's the weather like? I'm going in May. What's the weather like? I'm going in August. What's the weather like? Ladies and gentlemen, the number one rookie mistake I think that sometimes you can make is focusing on the weather. Let me just tell you this. It's Florida and the weather is unpredictable depending on the time of year. I'm just going to say you need to plan accordingly for every possible weather pattern in a 24-hour period. That's right. I just said that. We've gone in January and got hit by a rogue 85-degree day when the whole vacation was in the 30s and 40s. Uh, What did I say this was happening earlier, Mark? Uh, When we were on the phone, I was like, I love Florida. It is thundering and lightning out and horrible downpour, yet I see the sun and I'm getting warm. Yeah. So we've also gone with only light clothing and had a major cold front that rolled in and we required jackets and like winter clothing and we were miserable. Here's the predictable weather pattern of Florida. There is no predictable weather pattern ever. (laughs) Plan for rain, plan for snow, plan for... (laughs) Don't even talk to me about it, man. I say, well, I with Mickey's very Merry Christmas party the other night. It was supposed all the weather down here was like it's going to clear up by six o'clock and you're going to have a beautiful evening. Poncho at seven o'clock, I still have my poncho on and my shoes are soaked. Yeah, so- at eight o'clock, I am now so wet that the poncho doesn't matter. Uh, by nine o'clock, I had just given up and become one with the puddle. Yeah, look, here's here's the thing: don't make a rookie mistake. Plan for rain. Pack a pair of pants, even if it's just one pair of jeans. If you're not prepped. The other thing that I would say, so if you don't want to pack a variety of different clothing types, just don't be afraid to buy proper clothing in stores. Disney has clothing for all seasons, all throughout the year, and that's for a reason. So you will always be able to find a spirit jersey, even in the middle of July or August, if you need a little more warmth. Not being prepared for the challenging weather 
and the temperatures can ruin anyone's day. So be prepared. Don't make a rookie mistake with your clothing selection. Have something that you can put on if the air condition is too strong. Just be prepared for all weather types and all emerging weather patterns and all kinds of precipitation patterns. Can I make a a, a, a decent suggestion, Uh, especially for people who come down here multiple times a year? Um, They do rent lockers, uh, long-term lockers. Owner's lockers. We have them. We have them. Uh, They are just brilliant ideas down here in Florida. So you can leave your sweaters and your hot clothes or uh, clothes that you would wear when it's cold out in a locker while you're here during the summer. We have at the same time. And that's what we do. Switch them out. We have purchased an owner's locker. So when we come in the winter months, we have some winter clothes that are kind of tucked away and, and, and packed away in the, in the tote. And, uh, it's genius, man. So that, that way we have a little extra stuff if, if, if need be. Yeah, I think that's such a great idea. I think not a lot of people speak on that idea uh, because it's such a great idea, and I'm I'm surprised it's not out there more. Owners' lockers, if you come down here a lot of times, but you see people more more often than others. Yeah, yeah, you see people in every Facebook group. They want to know about the weather. Listen, rookie mistake is just not being prepared for every single weather pattern in Florida. It's crazy. Yeah. Look, at this time of year, I literally, Mark, and I'm not using literally in the long, wrong um, (laughs) way. Um, I literally have to layer up when I leave this house because it will be cold in the morning. uh, And then all of a sudden, it's the middle of the day and it's really hot. And then somewhere along the lines, I have to have shorts on because it got way too bad. So listen, Mark, you are right on on that. uh, Well, we're not done though, Greg. We have three more amazing pieces of advice to avoid Ricky mistakes and things that you want to avoid doing. Uh, Give me another one, my man. Uh, That Canadian girl in Hawaii. Oh, was yeah, that the one that, that gave you the yeah. thing? Uh, the thing, yeah. No, mm. it, it took a while. Oh. It took a long while, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, uh, uh, changing, back to Disney yeah, World, though. On, uh, we need more Disney this stuff. wasn't the Canadian Pavilion, by the way. Uh, having a large party and trying to keep them together. Uh, Mark, did you know Disney can fill up? Like packed wall to wall people? No, <laughs> no. So you remember last year with the Diz Life and uh, the meetup that everybody had here at Walt Disney World, uh, and I the do. struggle, the struggle, hey, beautifully, amazingly fun. But there's a struggle to try and keep everyone together. Large parties do that to you. Uh, you can break up the parties into smaller groups, let them run off and do stuff. Uh, Do not try and get 12 people on a virtual queue on Guardians. Let others in your party help out and break it into smaller groups. One of the biggest issues I see is I will walk down Main Street and see 40 people in the same T-shirt and they just want to stay together. But they're not part of a a, a touring group. They're just a big family who was like, we're this is what we're doing. We are all going to Disney and we're going to do this together. And by God, we're all going to have fun. Yeah. And then they're like, well, why can't I get 40 people on my DAS pass? Or why can't I get 40 people in a virtual queue? There's always if there's always a select few too that that make out in those kind of situations, and it's usually the people that are the Pied Pipers and the leaders. But I can guarantee in that forty, there's a lot of miserable people that are just not happy, you know, because there it's. I, I, and we've talked about doing Disney solo. 
The greatest thing about when you go by yourself to Disney is you don't have to ask anyone, hey, do you want to do this or what's your opinion? Sharing an itinerary with 40 people is rough. Rough, man. Sharing it with five people is rough, Mark, because you have everybody's individual opinion. And everybody, when you when you get on Main Street and you see Cinderella Castle in front of you and you can hit any one of the four zones, like literally you can go across any one of these bridges. You can go to uh, Space Mountain. No, I want to go to Seven Doors Mine Train. No, I want to hit Haunted Mansion. No, I want to hit Pirates of the Caribbean. Everybody has ideas it's okay to go, you know what? Dad and I are going to take a break. You kids go off and hang out by yourself. Obviously within reason and they're old enough. I'm not saying just let the cast members babysit your five-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Within reason, break up the party, do what's going to make, bring you the most joy and live your best is life. Yeah. That's a big mistake, but you know what else is another huge mistake, man? What's that? Is trying to eat deli meat that you know was expired two days earlier. It's never a oh, good idea. And it has that like different color it's when got you a different, peel them. Yeah, yeah. like the ham, the ham is like gray and, and blurple at that point. But you know what? You just go with it. That's a rough color blurple. Never, never a good idea. All right. I have one more Disney mistake and it would be skipping park food. Skipping park food. Okay. So let me define what I mean. Okay. Albeit for me to say to I, l- listen, I, I who doesn't enjoy a good burger with fries? Heaven knows there's plenty of them at parks and resorts, but rookie mistake is to only eat park food. When you can try anything and think beyond park food, I know the kids are picky with their choices, but that doesn't mean that you should confine yourself to burgers, hot dogs, pizza, and chicken nuggets. Disney has a wide variety of options in both quick service and table service. So be adventurous, order the specialty items, think outside of the box and think outside of the burger. If you want to get a burger, get the bison burger at at Geyser Point at Wilderness Lodge. Get the Steakhouse 71 Stackhouse Burger at the Contemporary. Why? Because they're remarkable. But don't be boring with your food. It is such a rookie mistake for people who go to Disney and they go to just the quick service thinking, man, the food here at Disney stinks. Like I had 12 burgers, these chicken tenders that were the same, no matter where I went, I did get a hot dog, but like there really wasn't anything special about the food. If you're only eating that type of food, that is a huge rookie mistake. Make sure you're enjoying yourself. Okay. Don't feel like you have to eat quick service food or don't get into the, the theme park food trap. Can I can I just um uh correct you just a little bit Mark because uh, I think you're you're right on uh, unless you are going to Epcot's 2022 International Food and Wine Festival presented by Advent Health <laughs> because the those quick eat booths the quick service booths that are around World Showcase yes. I, that's special though but that's specialty food I'm talking correct. about and I've seen this with, with friends and family members that went and all they ate was burgers, fries, chicken fingers. And they were like, yeah, the food at Disney wasn't that great. And when I asked them what they ate, they told me they basically just ate theme park food. And I said, of course, you're going to not like the food there. I just was at Food and Wine Festival. I'm sorry. The Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Festival. Presented uh, by they- who? 
No, there was no presented Wait, by what? It. No. I know. It's shocking. They showcased and highlighted all the restaurants that are inside those two resorts. Now, how hard is it to get to those resorts? It's not at all. It's at the boardwalk. But Amari, Don Shula's is there, uh, which is one of the best steakhouses. Uh, Blue Zoo is there. Like some of the best restaurants by some of the biggest chefs in the world are located in the Walt Disney World property. You're going to find some of the best culinary treats you can have if you think outside of just eating at the Magic Kingdom. Now, look, and again, maybe it's not a rookie mistake for you. Maybe you crave park food. So what do I know then? I know that you're going to be fine. Make sure that no matter what, to summarize and to circle back for my list, Greg, make sure you're enjoying yourself. Don't clamor after anyone else for your happiness or for your tips. Think back to number one on my list. Ditch the FOMO. Ditch the idea that a blogger or a podcast or anyone is going to tell you what you like or don't like. My biggest point being is if you like theme park food, do theme park food. If you like doing rides, do rides. You do you, boo. But most importantly, just enjoy yourself Yes, queen. Don't yes. over yes, and don't overpack your vacation uh, because you hold the key to your success, and you won't make any rookie mistakes if you're enjoying yourself at Disney. Greg, any other mistakes that we have? I know you have one more Disney mistake, but any other I, mistakes, that, life mistakes? Yeah, that time I tried to dye my hair green, and it turned out baby poop green. Instead. Never a it good was, idea. Don't go with green. No, never. Or, Or, or put highlights in your hair. Never. Whoa. Wait a minute. (laughs) So anyway, uh, (laughs) my final, my final biggest rookie mistake is staying at the wrong resort. If you were going to be staying at Walt Disney World uh, for an extended period of time, the wrong resort is going to ruin your family's time, it's going to ruin your time. Listen, if uh, there's a huge difference in comfort and enjoyment at all the different levels of Disney resorts. Mark, you've stayed at all different ones. You've done the the, the deluxe. You've done the moderate. You've done the value. Uh, if you're going to the park parks and you're on a short vacation, staying in a value resort is perfect for you. You're not going to be using the resort and the amenities like you would um, other times. Listen, the the value resorts can get noisy. Mm -hmm. They're filled with other people who are doing the same thing. They don't feel the need to spend extra money on a moderate or deluxe. If you're going to be planning or taking a day off and enjoy your resort, nothing beats the moderate level. The pools are normally excellent. They offer slides and more fun. Uh, There's normally a restaurant in the uh, actual resort itself uh, instead of just quick service, even though they will have quick service also. Uh, If you're going to Walt Disney World for golf and relax time, maybe, maybe doing a park, or if you're staying longer, think deluxe resort. It may be the way to go. The amenities at the resorts are simply amazing. They're normally quieter, and they normally have spectacular views, for, and it's more built in for you to sit there and relax at the resort. Um, and, Mark, that's pretty much it. I think 
That's people ruin tip, though, their dude. vacation by not choosing the right resort for their family. That's a really great tip. And, and to kind of just build upon that, you know what your style is. So if you're at the park from bell to bell, sometimes it doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense to spend that upcharge on that, that deluxe resort, because you're not going to be using the pool. You're not going to be in the room. When we have the longer DVC stays, those are the ones that we do. We take advantage of the pool. We hang out. We have a resort day. But there are so many times that I see people make that mistake thinking, well, I have to stay at a deluxe resort in order to have a good time. False. That's that's not correct at all. I've stayed at the, uh, the budget resort or the value resorts numerous times, and I've had great stays and great vacations because I was based on the park. The other thing that I would say as sort of an amendment to that too is, Know what your style of stay is going to be. So if I know that I'm going to be hitting Epcot more than I'm going to be hitting the other parks, choose also something that's geographically going to be advantageous. So stay at the Epcot area. Don't stay at a Magic Kingdom resort and then schlep yourself out to Epcot every day. Try to choose your resort based upon what park you're going to be staying at or going to as your primary focus for that trip. That would be my, my, my only amendment to that, Greg. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree with you. Um, yeah, and that's 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 to err is human, Mark. <laughs> to err is human. And is listen, I will tell you, both you and I, we've we've had our regerts, Greg. We've well, had regerts. Regerts have been made many, many times. Whether <laughs> it was food choices or resort choices, we have have many regerts, and that's why we can pass them on. So, uh, if if to err is human and forgive is divine, my friend, we are forgiven. I will tell you one thing, man. Good, now you are forgiven. I have no regrets that you are the most amazing co-host of Dislike Podcast. And that's not a mistake, my friend. And that is not a mistake. But ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for another episode of Dislike Podcast with Greg and myself. As always, we want to thank you for living your best Disney lives here with us today. Don't forget, join us this week for more incredible podcasts and Disney news and content on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. And as always, we hope the rest of this week is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. No regrets, Greg. Omaha. Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in run Disney marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Diz Life Podcast. 
Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive. 